I want to start off by reading scripture, um, Isaiah 41, uh, from verse 8, 10. But you, Israel, are my servant, Jacob, whom I have chosen, the descendants of Abraham, my friend. You, whom I have taken from the ends of the earth and called from its farthest regions and said to you, you are my servant. I have chosen you and have not cast you away. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. And what that, uh, that cries out to me is about identity. It's important. God wanted them to know what their identity was. Um, when they were in, when they went into Egypt, uh, they didn't know who they were. When they came out of Egypt, they were a unorganized mass of people. But then he called them. He made them a people, his people, my servant, my chosen. You see, identity is at the very heart of who we are. Our decision processes, our thoughts, our emotions. You know when someone hasn't got a handle on their identity, when you see them flip-flopping between uh, two things, they, a, a two-faced person. They don't know who they are. They want to be one thing, but they want to be another. They're not secure in their identity. Do you know what your identity is? It's not me, an Irishman. It's not an Indian. It's not being Ghanaian. It's not Nigerian. It's not being a black man or a white man. It's not being a man or a woman or any other designation you might imagine for yourself. Um, in, Isaiah 40, um, in Isaiah 41, as you say, God calls them chosen and servant. And you know what? Uh, he not only calls us chosen, but he calls us a son and a daughter, uh, calls us co-heirs with Christ. And it's this identity that informs you, and it connects you to the next word in, 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 in that list, which is purpose. Once you know what your identity is, your purpose becomes clear. Isaiah 42, this is what he said to the children of Israel, and, it, and it's their purpose. I've called you in righteousness. So the calling, he gave them identity. And I will hold your hand. I will keep you and give you as a covenant to the people, as a light to the Gentiles, open blinded eyes to bring out prisoners from the prison, those who sit in darkness in the prison houses. Um, and, you know, the, the practicalities of this is, is what fulfills loving God and loving your neighbor. It can't be explained clearer than this, to be a light and to be um, and, and to lift people up out of the darkness that they're in. You know, it's so once you have that identity, once you know your purpose, now you've got one other problem to overcome. How dedicated are you to this purpose? You know, in Matthew 6, on Jesus in the Sermon on the Mount said, no one can serve two masters. He will either hate one or love the other, or else he will be loyal to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. We cannot be divided. And so this brings us to the next word. We must be dedicated. We must serve one master. 
you know, when we were when we were baptized, you know, reason for reason they say uh, it is said you must repent and be baptized. That word repent in Greek metanoia means a total turnaround, one hundred percent. Instead of facing away from God, you turn around and you face God head on and head towards Him. When you are dedicated to Him. He gives you, this is the next word, he gives you clear direction. You know, often we find ourselves in moral quandaries and think, shall I do one thing or shall I do another? Um, we don't have that when we have a clear view of God. We know that he will direct your, our ways. Proverbs 3, 5 to 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart. and Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct your paths. And so you see how from identity brings you through these words into uh, where you are directed, given direction. Um, so this purpose is, is very important in your life. But I, it's only half of the strategy for your life. There is another half, and that is you know, we, we often... Um, find ourselves lacking enthusiasm for the things of God. Um, we look at the Bible and we look at all the stories in it. We look at them and they, they seem to be just stories. They're things that, that are recorded. Is it just a religious book? But actually, if you listen to the right news, listen to the right people, you will start to hear that what God has done before, he will do it again. Archaeology in Israel, if you, uh, if you know where to look and you see, you will see that uh, every month there's new articles coming out saying they've dug here, and look what they found. They found a seal of the, of the King Hezekiah. They found uh, evidence of King David. And these things keep popping up, confirming the things that are written are not just cunningly devised fables. Mm. They are, in fact, truths. And then when you listen to people who have prayed and have had their prayer answered, you will know that this God who does these things back then, and we have evidence of them, actually are, he, actually are happening now. He is working now in this day and age. So having that having the right information coming to you, having those testimonies come to you is what helps you with your focus. You can focus on what is real. That's, a, that's the next word. And it's that focus that will help you put away the distractions. So knowing what to, knowing what to, to, to allow into your ear is important. And then once you begin to grasp the length and depth of this word of testimony, this, uh, you know, you, we overcome by not only the blood of the Lamb, our salvation, which gives us our identity, but we also overcome by the word of this testimony. This is the revelation that, uh, that, uh, that, that increases your zeal for God. It drives you forward. You know, a, when you start to listen to what the Lord is doing, when you start to get into his word, when you start to hear these testimonies and you start having testimonies of your own and it's, it's, it's almost as if your life is like suddenly driven 
uh, and as, uh, as he speaks to Isaiah, your ears shall hear a word behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it, because you are, you are uh, uh, driven by these things. You are, you are immersed into all these testimonies. All of this then increases, as it were, the brightness of your face. Do you remember Moses when he came, when he was with the Lord? He came down off the mountain and his face shone so brightly um, that the people were afraid. But when you get into being with God, your intensity, it's like a heady determination that makes some people feel uncomfortable. Um, but don't let someone else's discomfort stop you from being intense. It's those that intensity that will keep you from allowing your fleshly appetites to divide your focus. So all of these words that we have, uh, we have on there, they're all connected. Um, be, allow yourself to be devoted to God. All of these things, all of these words, when you dwell on them, they lead you to something that God is doing that will help you to be an overcomer. They will help you to be a servant. You are a son and daughter of the king. You have a God-given identity, and you were reborn to serve him. Praise the Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we are identified in you, O oh God. Even as Israel, after deliverance, identified with you, everlasting Father, See the victories that thou brought us to them, O everlasting God. All you want us is to know our identity in you, O God. And you will move mountains for us, O God. You will do mighty things for us, everlasting God. Father, let it enter in our spirits, O God. Let it enter in our hearts, O God. Let it enter in our minds, O God. God, to know the foundation on which we stand, O oh God, to know the God before whom we stand, O oh everlasting God, that Father, our identity in you is covered by the blood, that our identity in you is bought by the blood of Jesus Christ, that our identity in you, everlasting Father, is not a joke. That our identity in you is a victory in itself, oh God. Yeah. That our identity in you identifies us as a special people, oh God. As a peculiar people, oh God. As an overcoming people, oh God. As a victorious people, oh Father. Before whom, oh God, no man will stand, oh God. Help us understand this, oh God. Yeah. Help us understand this everlasting Father. Let us know that we are children of the Most High God. God, that we are children of the creator of the earth and the heavens, oh God. Let us know that we are children of the God who knows that not defeat, the God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Elijah, Elisha. Oh my God, you are so sweet. You are so victorious. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Lord, that your will, O oh God, build in us that we will know who we are in you, that we are the sons of the living God, that we are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. Lord, you have called us for your purpose. So Lord, O oh God, that we will not be afraid of the enemy, 
Lord, help us to know who we are in you and where we occupy. That, Lord, you are the creator of our being and we are your people. We are chosen of you. We are the ones who you have given authority to. Lord, give us a sense of God of direction that we know who we are in you that we will be able to stand when the enemy comes and we will be able to talk to him that we know who we are in you that no amount of sickness no amount of stress no amount of disturbance nothing nothing can shake us from who we are for we are gods and gods alone and we will stand and fight the fight but we know that in you we are more than conquerors we Amen. are more than conquerors through Amen. you who strengthens us so lord give us the grace to know exactly who we are in you that we will set this enemy to flight in yes. jesus name amen, amen.